Joker laugh scenes. No, 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 no. It's all Mark Hamill. Okay, let's start. Let's start. It's 840. Now you want to start. I've been wanting to start. I've been wanting to start. You haven't said a single word. You've just been playing clips for the last fucking I've been waiting on you, you fool. You haven't said a single thing. You're a piece of shit. That should be a cold open. Steven, can I have you uh, define a word for me? Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you need? Uh, can you define the word modern, please? Modern, uh, I would. Uh, I'd have to say it's 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 of today. It is not of the past nor the future. It is uh, present. And can you define the word squad as well? <clears throat> uh, squad is a group of uh, individuals uh, serving a direct objective or objectives. And uh, together, what are those? Uh, what are those form? Uh, 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 police force? Yes, the exact thing that we're here to talk about, the movie Mod Squad, because we watch movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is Real Rotten, the podcast. Oh, is that what this is? That's exactly what this is, but you're actually wrong about all those things. Mod Squad is actually a group of highly unattractive and socially awkward men who elicit looks of disgust from female audiences. Wow. So I guess you could kind of say that we're a bit of a Mod Squad over here. I think that we might be a Mod Squad. I blame uh, I blame the the back of house for that. Yeah, that would be the people sitting across from us. No, that, not true. That have uh, been given mics, but not nope. permission. But not permission to speak yet. Uh, nope, not true. They have mics, and we're going to introduce them right now. Kyle, cut out the part where you talked. Nope, Kyle's here. Everybody, hey, chill out, Kyle. You better relax. Kyle talked, and then uh, Kyle's here, and Alex is back after a uh, extended absence. We. <laughs> That was his. Whose whose music is that? Whose whose music is that? Oh, that's uh, Alex Kalajakis. He's back on the podcast. Hello, Alex. It's been a while. Not long enough, as we always say. <laughs> and uh, it's always good to have you. I guess is a word. And uh, Stephen, how are you doing? Uh, you know, uh, no complaints. Uh, uh, just just living the dream, as 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 others would say. Okay, I just left some spot open for you to use your soundboard, which is back as well. Thank goodness we <laughs> wouldn't be able to go without it. Oh, wow. And uh, we're here to talk about Mod Squad because the movie Joker came out. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. And uh, I can't wait. We have our Joker insider here for us. Uh, Kyle, what's the latest with the Joker? It's currently at a 77% right now. But. Is that all you're going to give us? No. That's, all, that's what you got. I'm just going to say Joaquin's getting all the hype. Joaquin's getting all the hype. Uh, will you remind people of our bet? That if he gets nominated, that Nick will for have... For an Oscar. For an Oscar, which... Yeah, not not a, not like a Golden Globe or anything. We're not going... We're not. No, going yeah, we're doing that. Oscar. Yeah. We're betting big dollars here, folks. Big dollars, no sense. That if he gets nominated, that Nick will have to... Uh, Dress up or at least do the makeup. The loser the does the makeup of the Joker. The loser. Well, I was trying to describe the entire thing. And yeah, I, I thought you were, you were gonna, doing it very bad. I thought you were going to say that well, you, you know, weren't going to do it. I th- you, you just said me. Yeah, you I'm said, trying to put the said, pressure on you because I, I, I have a feeling that I will not be doing it. So, Gentlemen, this is 
Democracy Manifest. What else is happening in the movie news? We have... Uh, we I, we have the surprise of, of the century. Surprise although, of the century. Although it was a surprise to me and me alone. Uh, Hustlers. Hustlers dominating the, both the box office and the critical scores. Yeah, did you see it today? I did not see it. Oh, wow, yeah. well, well. Yeah. Look yeah. who it is. Yep, Jennifer just... Lopez at the top of the charts again. Top of the pole, bottom of the charts. But always number one in our hearts. Always number one in our hearts. Uh, If Jennifer Lopez wins an Oscar, we will dedicate the rest of this podcast to Jennifer Lopez. Then Steven Steven has to dress up as J-Lo and post it on Instagram. Hey, give me the dress that that (laughs) she wore. You know, the the famous quote-unquote dress from like 25 years ago. Yes. And uh, I'll wear that. Oh, oh, on Oscar night. On Oscar night. So, yeah. And so J-Lo will be a a tentative uh, uh, member of this podcast. You mean the dress that Trey Parker wore? The dress that Jennifer Lopez wore the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Trey Parker wore it on acid, so you have to do it on acid as well. Actually, oh, no. Wait we have a minute. This... Wait a minute. I'm having a fly experience. <laughs> we have to turn it up all day. <laughs> and I cannot wait to see you in that dress. But also, I can wait to see you in that dress. Yeah. I yeah. think both of the both those things make a lot of sense to me. It's a win win. It's a win win uh, for everybody. The real movie news I'm talking about is Danze- Denzel as Magneto. Possibly. What? Possibly. What? 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 Denzel as Magneto? That's all I know about it. I is didn't it... click the link. I just I no, was just no, on no, IMDb. It's a, it's a suggestion. <laughs> is it's it a, a su- rumor? It's just a stupid suggestion. Oh, so You're saying just because it's going dumb Disney, talk, right? Dumb talk gossip. I don't know. Has Denzel ever done a Disney movie besides Remember the Titans? No. Ah. Uh... No, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. He wasn't in Lion King. The Equalizer? Equalizer. (laughs) Yeah, totally. uh, It is an ABC program. Shout out to Jim. Uh, Jim Lyons, big Equalizer guy. Big Equalizer guy? He was a fan of the TV show then. Oh, uh, no, he has no idea what you're talking about when you mentioned the TV show. He likes just Denzel's Equalizer. He just loves And Equalizer Part 2. Mom, not as much uh, past podcast guest. Because Oprah's not in? What? God damn it. (laughs) Did it again. He did it again. Alex has made his presence felt, which is why we are not at Alex podcast and still and always will forever be a cat's podcast. We're <laughs> cats is back and it's going to sweep the nation in just five months from now. We watched the mod squad. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did little air quotes around the watched part. Well, yeah. well, one of us yeah. actually watched it you. a couple of times. Yeah. You, you watched it multiple times. I watched 20 minutes of it. Uh, Alex watched 20 minutes. I watched uh, the first 45, and then I think I had five minutes in between where I didn't see anything. And then after that, I watched the rest of it a couple times. So Kyle Kyle almost watched it. I cannot get into it. I'm sorry. I was supposed to be the guest for this, and I, 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 I couldn't get into it. Well, instead, tell us who your favorite Joker is. My oh, we're favorite? done with it. We're done with that topic. Wow, no. Tomato meter. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's do, let's do the Joker. The new Joker, not the Joker. Joker. It's called Joker. Just, it's it's called Joker. Joker. It's just called Joker. God damn uh, it. Written by Scott Silver, who also uh, wrote uh, the movie we're reviewing. Mom's oh, that's Pod, why we're doing and it. And directed that's it. That's why we're doing it. And he directed it. Uh, but but uh, Todd Phillips uh, directed Joker. Todd. Hangover. And wrote part of it uh, with, uh, with Mr. Silver. Yes. I think Todd Phillips is a good person. Really? Yeah, I don't he think made, he's well, not. He's not a good. Uh, not he, a not a good guy. His beginning has yeah. His his beginning <laughs> started out in a, in a little bit of controversy. Um, it's uh, he did the he did the movie about Gigi Allen, which was uh, offensive to to some, uh, adored by most. 
but he also did the hazing uh, uh, documentary, and yeah. there was a lot of a uh, lot of controversy surrounding him, perhaps staging uh, events, uh, convincing kids to do things that they weren't really going to do. Um, Have you non-existent seen that? I've never events? Seen that. No, no. They just uh, they just, someone just released it online uh, for like the anniversary of it. I think it's been like twenty five years or almost thirty years since it came out. Todd, um, I mean, old school. He did old school. Yeah, yeah. Great God. movie. We know. We know. We know. Yeah, fine. He did Hangover Part Three, which everybody <laughs> loves. Everybody loves. Everybody Not. loves that movie. He was also a writer on Borat. He was also, yeah, so that, he which he was nominated for an Oscar for. Oscar nominated. So that was writer. his first uh, Os- Oscar nom. It's his only Oscar nom. Oh wow! But we're talking about the Joker, aka Joker. I AKA, keep calling it the Joker. AKA movie. It's like saying Batman or the Batman, which is the right. Well, there's the movie The Batman that's going to come out eventually. Yes. Is that the Robert Pattinson Batman? Yes. Yeah, that's the Robert Pattinson Batman. Oi, I'm Batman! Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, I made out with Christian Stewart at a party. And I'm bothered by it. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, uh, yeah. you are uh, obsessed over this movie for no for no good reason other than the fact that it's DC material. Batman um, material. No, Joker. You love Joker. You're not a Joaquin Phoenix Joker. guy. You're not a Todd Phillips guy. You're not a De Niro guy. So uh, I just uh, just wanted to point that I out. I like Joaquin. But what? But what is your honesty? Do you goodness? like running? As objective, <laughs> as good one. objective as you can, give us your uh, give us your RT rating for for Joker. Currently sitting at seventy seven percent at the I mean, time of this taping. Um, seventy seven, yeah. I mean, I never really had like high expectations. I think I just got really super excited about it when I started hearing that it was getting kind of really good reviews, um, and the fact that. He could be a better Joker than Heath. I'm just saying that's what people are saying. Well, I have ten things I hate about you. <laughs> no, and that's the fact that you hate Heath Ledger. I don't hate Heath Ledger. R.I.P. to the goat. I'm just saying that Joaquin was probably one of the better actors to portray this role because he can get fully into the role. You're gonna stand there and tell me that, and you have yet to see the movie. I'm just saying. From what I'm hearing. Are you going to see this movie? Who are you asking? Am I going to see Steven, this movie? Yeah, Steven. Of course I'm going to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds it sounds like a great movie. It sounds entertaining. I can't already say without seeing a lick of it that it's going to be the greatest comic book movie. I'm not saying The that. greatest performance of Joaquin Phoenix's career. The greatest movie of the year. I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest film of the year. <sighs> I still think The Dark Knight is probably the best Batman, Joker I'm going to see it because it's going to really, it really represents the, the incel community, and I am thinking about joining the incel community. You think community. it's going to be better than Aquaman? Uh, nothing will ever be better than Aquaman. <laughs> That's a damn lie. Uh, are, are they going to have explosions in this movie? <laughs> I kind of seem to doubt it. Yeah, they're not going to have any Actually, explosions. but this movie, this movie already has better memes than Aquaman. The Him uh, him going down the stairs to different music memes. Yeah, are, that's uh, pretty, uh, pretty much that's all time, pretty all-time great memes. And we've talked enough about this movie. My guess it's going to be lower than 77. I'm going to... I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under, and I'm putting a 250 on it. $2.50. You know what? <laughs> no, you're not allowed to gamble. I'm a big spender. You can't gamble on the podcast. I'm going to gamble on the podcast. I'm not gambling on the podcast. podcast. I fucking want, Kyle. No money. We already gambled a picture of us dressed as That's the fine. Joker. That's a wager. And like a... Like oh, a, oh. <laughs> I got a wager for you. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> that's, um, that's a business transaction. 
Yeah. Steven. I'm love- taking, I, you know what? I'm going to be positive and, and, and barely take the over. I think it's going to get like low 80s, high 70s. I think it's going to, I think it's going to stick there like 82%. I think it's going to be the like highest. Right yeah. There. I would say that's the highest. Oh, it's higher or lower than 77. I think it's going to disappoint. I think it's you gonna always be- think everybody's no, no, no. going to disappoint. <laughs> I'm, I'm cynical when it comes to movies. I don't, I think the majority of movies aren't. Very good. I'll tell you what the worst part about this movie already. I haven't seen it. I've seen any of it. The part where he paints his tongue. That's yeah, that's so, probably weird. So gross. That is so, <laughs> gross. so gross. The loser of our bed definitely has to paint their tongue. It's probably going to be a really weird movie. <laughs> it's going to be. In the, I mean, that's I why it's, it's going to be, be fresh, but not certified fresh. I would guess like sixty-five. There you go. I'm just excited that a comic book movie could be like an Oscar relevant. Movie. What do you yeah. call this movie, though? It's never it's has a, been before. It's not a super. DC hasn't. It's not a super. Only for about. like effects. What are you talking about? Heath Ledger won an Oscar for the Joker. Yeah. That That's why I'm <laughs> excited for this movie. But just, okay, yeah, whatever. What Jack Nicholson was call, nominated. Do you call no, this he, a, not for Joker. Yeah, he was. Was like he really? A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you call this a, do you call this a villain movie? It's not yeah, a superhero it's movie. It's a villain origin story. A.K.A. Steven's Childhood. Am I right? Yeah, Steven's a villain on this podcast now. This is a Steven podcast. Hello, Steven. Hey, guys. Nice to <laughs> nice to join back into your stupid argument. Um, but yeah, I, 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 don't believe, uh, I don't believe it's going to be that great that it, people are anticipating. But I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. I think it'll be good. But also Denzel is Magneto. Possible. It's possible. He was not <laughs> nominated for this role. Did you look it up? Yeah, I is did. Is the fact corner coming into effect? He was not nominated at all. He's going to be like, Adamantium ain't got shit on me. <laughs> I didn't know you like to get wet in Adamantium. <laughs> nope. He was not nominated. Steven, uh, can you fact check Kyle's fact corner? <laughs> who, Michelle who? Pfeiffer was nominated, but not oh, for Joker. Oh, that's nominated? who I was thinking of. I was thinking of Michelle Pfeiffer. No, she, Wait, yeah, Danny DeVito was not nominated? Michelle Pfeiffer. Danny DeVito should have been nominated, yeah. and Danny I will Pfeiffer. continue to uh, Batman won Best Art Direction that year. Which direction was it going? Because I didn't it went know. Prince direction because all of the music scenes. Oh, Prince. Oh. Prince did the whole uh, soundtrack to Prince Batman. Got, Prince won the Oscar for that. No, he didn't. Oh, well, he should have. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> wow, we're talking all about this out. no, we're talking about the coach of the Jets, Adam Gaze. Adam Gase. The Mod Squad. It <laughs> got a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a seventeen audience percent. Oh wow, that's that movie. That was out of 17, though. That means 100% of people liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the critical consensus from Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> was a sodden, overly stylized mess that's even less compelling than a TV episode. <laughs> Not a TV episode of the of the original name, just a TV episode. Okay. You can watch this movie once and then be done with it and live the rest of your life, or you have to watch every Law & Order episode before you can do anything again. Wow. That's tough. That's a tough call. Uh, law and order. I'll choose you're law and order. Cho- okay, you're going to choose. At least the law cast order, changes. Law and order is watchable. That was not. Fun. Yeah, but that's going to be like it's going to be at least three weeks of just you just watching law and order. You can't. Three do, weeks into law else. and order, I'm walking and having the same posture and talking exactly to like Jerry Orbach. That's yeah. that's for damn sure happening. Wait, so law and order or law and order SVU? Oh, that's a good point. We're going SVU because there's more yeah, episodes SVU. now officially. No, Still definitely on. no SVU. I would rather watch this movie than than. <laughs> you don't SVU. want to do what? With- what? No, Sorry, man. I'll bite that. Nah, boy. man, I want to hang with Benson for three weeks. Yeah, that's piss poor. Piss poor. I agree with Whitey. My blurb was from Peter Travers. 
It's, hey. a, tra- it's a travesty. Uh, there are only two possible reactions to the film version of the Mod Squad. Either you hate it or you really hate it. Fair. Fair call. Fair yeah. Call uh, my guy PT might have had something there. Uh, my blurb was from our good old guy, uh, Mark Carroll. Hey. From the Sh- Chicago Chi-Town Tribune. Short for Marcus Caroline. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe someone thought a new mod squad would be hip, but it's just a big old jive turkey. <laughs> jive turkey is a little over the line, my man. I agree. I think it's uh, you're pushing it a little too much, but I appreciate the 70s humor. Yeah, I hope somebody is there to check Mark Carroll, because that was... I'm the joke, Aj Ebert with Ebert is back. Uh, he took the time to watch this movie. I'm a little surprised, but he did. He gave it a fair rating. I was surprised. He gave it a two and a half. Yeah, think, right? yeah. He gave it mids. I couldn't believe he gave this movie mids. He really appreciated the acting. He's on that nineties ecstasy. Just, That's what it was. Yeah, and he he liked the he thought the cinematography and directing was actually he good. Really enjoyed all the denim. He just did not like the plot oh, okay. or any of the movie. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, the Mod Squad has an intriguing cast, a director who knows how to use his camera, and a lot of sly humor. Shame about the story. Womp womp. Well, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about the Mod Squad for at least a little bit. Uh, this is the definition of a movie we're going to talk about that you don't have to watch. This just, movie just, sucks. Just please don't watch it. Uh, so, Awful. So listen, <laughs> listen to the rest of this podcast. We're going to do the top squads of all time. We are going to do... Something else entertaining, I'm sure. Probably oh same God. title, different bad movie. Bad tease, another bad tease. God damn it. Let's just play a commercial. This town needs an enema. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take you to a fancy place. A place beyond the ravines and the mountains. A place, a place known to few. As Le Chateau Vauchon. Le Chateau Vauchon. We have the finest selection of wines, of amazing uh, beliefs, and understandings. It's not just a vineyard. It is an experience unto itself. Deeply nestled as a sovereign nation within the European Union through backdoor channels, grease palms, and, uh, and a, few, uh, a few sexual favors, let's be honest. We have managed to create a nation only devoted to the finest in premium wines, premium experiences, and premium views. That is right. Here in Le Chateau-Vouchon, we are speaking our own language because we are a sovereign state with free money coming in from the European Union. And you can thank the stupid breach for that one. <laughs> uh, anyways, please uh, please come and enjoy our country and our wines. And you'll get a complimentary massage from our Prime Minister himself. And we're back. Uh, I believe uh, our sponsorship is getting a little bit more elegant these days. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, they haven't sent us any wine yet. Uh, they're, Unfortunately, they're pretty much actually a a police state and don't make wine. I think that I think that they just capture people that go there to drink the wine. I think they got invaded recently. I think NATO went in and uh, shut that <laughs> shit down. I'm almost positive we are breaking the law running that ad. To be honest, uh, but let's talk about the Mod Squad. Let's forget about that. Um, Two-minute recap. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. You start. Yeah, I will. Go for it. <clears throat> I need a timer here, Kyle, right, right in front of you. Yeah, we're going to do alternate sentences today. 
Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go as long I'm, as I can, and then Nick's going to close I'm me ready up. for it. This alternate sentence is going to be exciting stuff. Nick will be the Sergio Romo to my bum garner, if you would. I will Sergi- I will perform Sergio on your bum any day. Hey. To this day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Three, two, one. So it immediately opens up with the mod squad uh, uh, breaking it or being at a party that that apparently has a lot of uh, never do wells, and and the cops bust it, um, and the mod squad pretends like they're bad guys, but they're actually cops. Oh, but they're teenagers. They're they get their backstories. They're all like bad guys. It's a uh, it's blonde blonde chick Claire Danes. It's Giovanni Ribisi. It's uh, it's Omar Epps. Uh, uh, very young kids uh, who work for the cops and uh, basically do vice detective work. Um, their new mission was to go into a club that apparently uh, is a hooker hooker's joint. Um, Claire Danes becomes a waitress there, tries to infiltrate, thinks one guy is the is the pimp. Turns out, uh, turns out she finds a guy from her past, uh, and uh, he turns out he's a drug dealer too, uh, uh, or tries to tries to sell hookers, and and uh, their their fixer dies, and Nick closes out. We only have twenty seconds. Uh, they end up finding out that they were set up for everything, and then it was the cops the whole time. And then the cops get arrested at the end. Yeah, that is it. That's pretty much it. Uh, in the middle there, there was a lot of emotional trauma suffered by all all three characters. Uh, the drug dealer person from Claire Dane's past turns out he, he was, was a lion. He was a pimp and a drug dealer. Pimp drug dealer. He said he was sober. Josh she was Brolin, sober. and he wasn't sober. He was doing drugs. He was having sexual relations with women's. But let's let the trailer speak for themselves. <laughs> Am I right? I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> Is this all the cops do? Sit around in cars, waiting? We can go get some donuts. No guns. You think this is a joke? You're policemen now. No badges. These kids can get into a thousand places that we can't. No limits. Hey, why does she always get to be a prostitute? Would you shut up? The Mod Squad. Damn it! Where'd you get that from? Dude, it's my dad's. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty much the whole movie. So that's pretty sweet. So you've seen it. Congratulations, listener. Uh, you didn't have to see any bit of that to know that movie was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Just know that people that you kind of know from obscurity, like the one guy from Avatar, the one guy from House, and the one chick who's now on Homeland, uh, they were in this movie once, and it didn't do well. It was not good. Was there was a lot of other people out. in this movie too, but those were the those that was the Mod Squad. Yeah, they were the Mod Squad. We're the Mod Squad now. I don't know where I was going with that one. What it do, baby? <laughs> yeah, yo. Well, that's great, Nick. Yeah. Uh, how about we get some facts going? Sorry. If, was... if, if our facts guy is ready, it's a uh, Cats Fact Shack brought to you by. I was eating a little bit of candy corn. It is candy. It's officially candy corn season. No, and I'm candy back. Corn. I'm so back. Disgusting. Candy corn's back, and I'm back in business. So, I'm excited so Kyle, about you it. team candy corn? Then are you on the candy corn train? I hate candy corn. Okay, good. Thanks. It's like eating uh, plastic. At least we have a sane person. Uh, it's yeah. not like eating plastic. It's it like eating exactly a little block like... of sugar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. At least, at least, at least the group consensus here, minus Nick, is candy corn. Candy corn is trash. Yeah, it's It's terrible. It's delicious. It is trash. You only eat it. You can only eat twelve of them before you get sick. You might as well just ask for cavities. You have a numerical limit on your candy. I I want cavities. (laughs) Yeah, you can only you can only eat twelve of them because then then you can say that. But then you save it for later. Yeah, I know. But that shit gets stuck in your teeth and. 
That is by rots. far not the worst thing that can get stuck. Fine, <laughs> fine, Alex. Let's have a debate Jane right Corn, now. You can eat it in those three bites. You eat the white part first and then the orange part, and then you save the yellow part for later, and you're like, I'm going to eat that when I wake up this morning. So then oh, when you wake bro, up in the morning, <laughs> you, you grab the yellow part, and you just eat that little boy, and that's your breakfast for the day. Okay, Kyle, what about what about the Mod Squad? <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I know, I, I know which Joker that is. That was Bane. That was, that, was, <laughs> that, was Bane. that was Bane, right? Bane Tom Joker. Hardy. Bane there Joker. Uh, yeah. I was, Caesar, I was laughing in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, time for the facts. We did the Mod Squad. Uh, released March 26, 1999. That's Same the other year. reason we're doing this. It's the 20-year anniversary. 20-year 20 anniversary Mod Squad. It Holden came out the year I was born. Kind of not holding up at all. Uh, rated R. Keywords. Rated R for no good reason, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, rated R. Hardly any blood. What was the reason? There were F bombs. That was all it. Yeah, there's there was nothing. What about banging in the bathroom? There was no. <laughs> that, there, was, that was a hallway. That was like PG 13. <laughs> that was in the bathroom. There, there was, was no. Well, there was a nudity. hallway in the bathroom. But adult yeah. situations. Was like, there was no nudity in this film. None? Or blood. Keywords. <laughs> F. Rated. So what? So uh, we I dived into this a little bit. Okay, the keywords especially. F no, but just what F rated. Means? What? Yeah. What is F rated? I think it means uh, uh f- fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck this fuck. movie. Like, like the F, like the F bomb, but it's like the F rated. Because you know, looking at rated. it, the number, the number two, the number three are two TV shows, and then Hustlers, the movie Hustlers. Maybe it um, means uh, Mary Queen of Scots number four. So I don't. Oh know hell what, yeah. Late Night, number five. Oh. Booksmart, number six. Okay, it's got to be female. Tall then. Girl. It's got to be something about female. females. Black Widow, which doesn't even exist. A Simple Favor. Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, I don't understand. A beautiful- Kyle, how, Kyle, <laughs> Crimes how, of Grindelwald. Kyle, started, how, good, how, how good is Black Widow going to be, even though it hasn't come out yet? Let's take a segue into Black Widow for We're not going into Black Widow. <laughs> no. F-rated, F uh, if you do know what it means, uh, you know, send us the Google link, because that's probably all we need to do. Oh, number of votes. Let's see this. Let's do this. Keywords. Lion King, number one F-rated movie. So I have no idea where they're going with this. <laughs> Lion King? Yeah, yeah. It based on the keyword F-rated. Yeah. Maybe title directed by a female? Is that the new Lion King or is that the original? It's the OG. Oh, it's probably stands for Favreau. Oh, Favreau. John Favreau probably rated all these movies. Yeah. And, that's, and then he just happened to rate his go. movie Number the two, Hunger Games. He loves him some uh, Katniss. All right. Yeah, I don't get Continuing it. Continuing on. Get it. I don't get it. Sorry. We have drug ring. The F rating is applied. Oh, Let's keep oh, going. No, no, the, no, no, no. I'm doing, no, okay, we're, doing start fact, over. we're doing fact corner yes, because uh, the F rating is applied to films we by cinemas and film festivals, giving moviegoers an easily identifiable label so they can choose movies that fairly represent women on screen and behind the camera. Oh, so maybe because it's a female lead and then a female script writer. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, keywords. Drug ring. Drug ring. So that's like a, uh, like a ring pop covered in acid. Do they make those? Uh, yeah, sure they do. <laughs> You've no. never had one? Uh, drugs. Okay. Murder. Hell yeah. And undercover. Ooh. Ew. Like, like doing it? Ugh, like under the covers? Gross. Wow. Mom, I want a vape. <laughs> <laughs> And what are the taglines, Kyle? I have nothing else to say about these keywords, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's really what this movie's about, but th- it doesn't even describe the movie, right? That, Not even. That makes the movie seem way more exciting. 
Yeah, yeah, because there's lots of drugs involved, but there's not. But really. nobody ever does drugs. Nobody they don't want to mention you, dirty yeah, they don't. They don't really show it. You don't even see drugs. Uh, you hardly see anybody under the covers. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple murders, but that's about it. Yeah. They're undercover. We'll, get, we'll talk about this later. Keep going. Keep going, Cal. <clears throat> Taglines. Yeah. First, they broke the law. Now... They are the law. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I can I redo that? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. First they broke the law. Now they are the law. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was. First they broke the law. Now they are the law. <laughs> wow. What a twist. I wrote a tagline for this. What do you got? They used to be into crime. Now they're into crime. Fighting. Ha. Uh, right? Oh, sorry, guys. Just farted. Pretty good. Uh, mine is... Uh, <laughs> it's based off the old TV show, so it's not uh, you know racist at all. One white, <laughs> one black, one blonde. <laughs> I'll have three of those, uh, bartender. <laughs> That's how they sold the TV show. The hype, the hype line for the TV show. That's the real tagline? Oh, yeah. The they, that's what they use. One white, one black, one blonde. Did this come out in 1933? Uh, 1960s. 1968 to 1973. The budget. Cool. So somehow, well, okay, no. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess it. (laughs) The budget? Yeah, let me guess. The budget. Uh, No. The budget was $50 million. $50 million? Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's what they had to pay Eddie Griffin to show up for fucking two minutes in this movie. Yep. And what was the biggest action scene? Uh, When the car goes through the warehouse. Or the downtown chase scene where the two cars crash and then he <laughs> runs through the parking garage. Yeah. One of those two, I would I would How say. How expensive do you think that was? To shoot? A lot. They had because they had to film on it's multiple 99. levels. Yeah. Film on multiple levels of a parking garage. Probably like downtown, 49.9 million. Rooftop. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of the cast got the money. They're like, Yeah, I'll do this for like a thousand dollars. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to be cast and then they're just like, Well shit. We have five million left for this movie. Now what do we do? And then they're like, "Let's shoot in the outskirts of L.A." Is that in the outskirts of L.A.? I have no idea where this movie takes place. Probably it takes place in downtown. Okay, it has to be L.A. because they go in the desert eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go to like Victorville or whatever. Uh, it grossed. Well, what yeah. did it gross, Kyle? Thirteen million dollars. That's not good. Oh, what about worldwide though? Thirteen million dollars. <laughs> that's real. That's Ooh. real bad. Lucky number thirteen. Real good bad. job, guys. I can't so, believe it didn't make any money overseas. So, well, it made money on the seas because this was one of the movies that they showed on a cruise ship I was on, which is why explains how I knew about this movie and how no one else knows about this movie. Did they show it in the teen room? They yeah, showed it on one the of teen? the quote unquote. This was, mind you, this was the early 2000s. So they showed it on one of their quote unquote so channels show, on you, television. You could show anything you wanted in the early 2000s. Was there a well, movie theater on this boat? No, they showed it on one of their quote unquote channels that you could watch on your TV in your room. And the channels, quote unquote, were. Uh, just random videotapes. So, so one channel you could totally see like the tracking and the videotape running, and then like it having white noise after like eight hours because <laughs> it ran out of whatever that they taped on the thing. And then they would just go every channel and rotate it every day. So every you'd watch the same thing over and over, but just on different channels. That is sounds what I'm like to say. such a fun cruise. It was awesome. <laughs> Maybe went to Alaska. Yeah, I was gonna. Is yeah. there anything? Why else are you to sitting do? in your room? Yeah, why are you watching TV on a cruise? <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, this was, you know, 
Mr. Ramirez, what channel would you like? I like MTV. And they just show up with a VHS and they just put it in. And then yeah. like, okay, in eight hours, it's going to be out it's of It's 1980s music break, 1991. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, well, great. Wow. Great story. Yeah, that's so uh, there's your podcast there's your, over. There's your back history behind uh, the Mod Squad. I didn't I didn't know about the Mod Squad or see it. I had never even heard the of The only thing movie. I knew about it is that it looked like the Go cover, which and then it would trick me into being Go all the time at the movie store. I'm just disappointed it had nothing to do with Mod Pizza. Oh, Mod Pizza. Have you had Mod Pizza? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's all right. It went out of business, but It did? Yep. yep. Oh, I never had it. Yeah, that's why I went out of business and never got to your group of people. Nope. Yeah, because if Kyle uh, went in there, he'd be like, you know, you're not going out of business. I'm a late bloomer. I'm like, oh, where the hell did all Mod Pizza go? You are a late bloomer. Thank you for admitting it. Yes. Uh, let's get trivial. Nick and Stevie took a break from this movie because even they have standards that they uh, <laughs> that they have to meet. And, they said we uh, don't do anything underneath 5%. God bless them. Well, they're losing their minds right now because uh, their boy Eli has, uh, is, is, is careerless now. Well, no, um, Nicky's a, a Daniel Jones guy. Oh, he's a Daniel Stevie Jones is definitely guy. an Eli guy. <laughs> I'm an Eli guy strictly based on the Jets, and that's not saying much. Because uh, Stevie's definitely a, a, a part of the gangrene. Well, my favorite trivia was a recent interview that Giovanni Ribisi did, where they asked him about everything in his filmography. And uh, the only thing he had to say about the Mod Squad was, mm-hmm, it was interesting. I think that Omar Epps and Claire Danes, I worked with them. I really like those two actors. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a good old Giovanni answer for you if I ever heard of one. Yeah, he he did not like this movie. I guess he's a weirdo. On he, that guy. Is he a weirdo? He, he is. He seems like a real weirdo. He's he is a Scientologist. A, yeah, he's a Scientologist. So. Oh, he's Scientologist. Yep, yep, God yep, yep, damn yep, it, yep, Giovanni! Yep. This is another. Uh, we just did Gone sixty seconds with that gr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a we did a repeat adventure with our with our boy Gio. He he didn't have a good uh, career in the early uh, late nineties, early two. He was a very bad driver in this movie. So we got a lot better when what is got around what it, is his seconds. yeah like in Geely? most known movie Saving Private Ryan Sneaky Avatar. Pete. You all all three of you said different <laughs> answers. What so. did you say? Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's Avatar. He's the bad guy in Avatar. That's the, probably his most famous movie. That's what he's known for. I would say I it's the biggest movie for. in the world. Most people for know sure. I think it depends on your age, man. Uh, I think everybody knows Giovanni Ribisi from Avatar. Mm. Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, I'd have to think about it and be like, oh yeah, he is. He's barely in Saving Private Ryan. No, he's not. <laughs> he's in it for five minutes. He was a big fucking character. He, he goes away in the first twenty minutes of the movie. No, that's not true at all. Okay, look it up. Because he's not there after Vin Diesel dies. Spoiler alert! Ah, <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel died. Vin Diesel was in. I gotta let it. I gotta let it. You gotta. You gotta take it to my dad. Yeah. Uh, boiler yeah. room. Caparzo. Uh, and I thought my jokes were bad. Okay, I didn't mean to do that. It's probably Sky <laughs> Captain Edge uh, of the World tomorrow. No, That's probably definitely way. not. That was probably the. Movie no one knows that movie. So I have an Angeline. Yeah. See. And Speaking Jude, of Sky and Captain and the world of tomorrow, uh, what's next, Kyle? <laughs> oh wait, no, Stephen. What's your uh, what's your favorite little bit of trivs? Um, <clears throat> clothing in the film uh, was specifically specifically customized by Levi's, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it, and apparently Omar Epps had had some uh, qualms with wearing such tight uh, such form fitting clothes that that the Levi's company uh, provided. 
wherein in one scene he is, looks visibly upset, and the, there was no uh, motivation at all in the script for him to be upset in the scene at all. I think, and he directly said it was because my jeans are too tight. <laughs> well, the, the cops didn't like it either. You remember that fucking liner? It's like, get your tight leather, leather pants out of here. I think that they liked it, and they liked him looking looking all form fitted in them jeans. Why were his jeans so tight? Why didn't they just make his jeans looser? <laughs> I think it's because it's the seventies nostalgia throwback thing. Yeah, you know? so so it was set in the ni- in the late nineties, but. But Everybody dr- was talking like they were in the late 70s or early 70s. and acted like it wasn't. Yeah, but even then they looked like raggedy in 70s gear if they were trying to pull off 70s yeah, gear. Yeah, what the fuck was this movie? What was going What was? I, yeah, yeah. None of that makes any sense. Too many questions, not enough answers. Kyle, what, what, who are the writers and the directors of this, this garbage? Director, Scott Silver. Hey, hey that guy. I work with that guy at uh, NBC. That's not true at all. Oh, no, that's Scott Silveri. Uh, I can see, I can see how that's. He added an eye. Maybe he's undercover. Oh, I get it, undercover. There we go. Great (laughs) writers. We had Stephen K. Stephen K. Uh, Ph. He yeah, they uh, Ph uh, spells it wrong. Spelled Uh, correct version. He also did um, uh, uh, boogeyman, boogeyman, and uh, uh, what's the what's the one I have listed right there? Get Carter. Get Carter. Uh, Yeah, two wrong movies. Uh, Scott Silver. Two real bad movies. Who is, wrote? He wrote the Joker. Joker. Yeah. All right. No, cool. no, Joker, not the Joker. Joker. Yeah, yeah. Don't wrote Joker. get it right. Get it right. Cool. Who wrote Joker? And then Kate, and then Kate Lanier or Lanier, uh, who uh, who who wrote the script for What's Love Got to Do with It? Hey. The biopic of Tina Turner. But oh, she, I thought that was the uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing. That's what I was thinking. Oh, you're horrible. No. Um, she actually got, I think, nominated for an Oscar for this. Well, movie. congrats, Kate. But then she also wrote Glitter. You also wrote this movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote Glitter. Oh, she wrote Glitter, too? Yeah, yeah she wrote Glitter. Oh, did she only work with Prima Donnas? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you ask I'm sorry, Alex. Mariah. I'm sorry, Mariah. Some PMs. <laughs> prime Ministers. <laughs> I got that one, Kyle. You meant Prime Ministers. Yeah, I did. Uh, who's the cinematographer? We had Ellen Curas. I can't tell... Did she do a good? She did a good job in this movie. She did as much as she could have. Yeah, uh, she got good direction from uh, from Scott Silver too. I guess kind of weird direction, but also good direction. There was a lot of uh, kind of kooky shots, but I liked it. Yeah, no, no. I think the cinematography, the, color, the did, colors did were kind of wild. The music. Well, no, 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 no. There was one knock. I don't know if this was her direction or not, but the triple takes. The we'll, triple takes. We'll I, get that's, into that. That's not her. That's the editor. That's the right? editor. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's partly the director. It's got to be the editor, yeah. right? So that's more of the director's fault. It's the, the director's fault. We're blaming, we're blaming Scott Silver for that. Thank God Scott Silver's not directing The Joker. I'm Joker, I'm Joker. But Todd Phillips, the guy... Joker, baby! <laughs> <God damn. laughs> Music, uh, B.C. Smith. B.C. Smith. But we don't have a problem with B.C. Smith. Our problem lies with whoever had controlled the volume in any yeah. of these scenes. Yeah. The music was like so quiet that it was shocking that they were in a club. <laughs> it was yeah. it was like when you come home and your mom's like playing stuff in the upstairs, but you're the downstairs, you can just faintly hear it. That's what it felt like. Or in, even in just or even just them sitting by themselves listening to music. It was like <laughs> dance then, with me. And then yeah, and then they they'd mention it, they'd be like, I love this song. And then we were like, I can't I can't even hear a single fucking <laughs> Is thing. Is there happening. a song being played right now? <laughs> Is there a song being played? Not to mention the music selection was fucking terrible too. It was yeah, a tell 70s us about the song movies. that you heard. 
that Alex. one. Yeah, that one at the club in the beginning. Look at her tits. <laughs> That's not Nobody how it went. Knows is that, that she's really looking at her tits? <laughs> is that true? I'm positive. It's something <laughs> like that. Once again, Alex uh, causes a causes a scene. Yep. Yep. Uh, are you for real? Let's talk about some of the ridiculous uh, parts of this movie. Number one, this isn't ridiculous. I just really like this in movies. When they freeze frame it, and then the actor who's on screen gets named. Yep. With the character name, though, in there somewhere. Yep. Love that shit. Like it. Sign me up for that shit every fucking Cut day it, print of the it. Week. So pulpy. That's a classic. Yeah, especially uh, when, they, when you're introducing like a squad, too. That's the best. It's yeah. like, here he was the demolition guy, and then it shows him doing something, and then it freezes on him, and then it's like, hey, here's his name. And then you're like, fuck yeah. So, I want to know who these guys are. So yeah, that. But uh, after that, it was really downhill. So that was the opening intro. And yeah. from there from there just went. And then you got down the, the general trope that kids kids is cops, but they ain't they ain't really cops. Yeah, so these kids were technically cops, but they weren't allowed to arrest anybody. They couldn't yeah. carry any weapons. They were just they were just working snitches. Yeah, they were snitches. They would just send them in to be snitches, but yeah. told them that they were cops. Yeah, yeah. It's really dumb. Uh really How dumb, many snitch really times do they snitch do they until they get off or whatever they were doing. Yeah, and how long before the teenage community figures out, oh, these guys work for the <laughs> cops because they get arrested, but but they they go to jail, but we don't. Or they don't go to jail, we do. Yeah. <laughs> which brings, which involves my favorite uh, line in the movie, but we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. My Yeah, that uh, along with that, the, the people, they weren't very good undercover either. Their, their undercover was always like, I'll be a, a waitress. So she always had the good undercover because she could just be a waitress wherever she went. Yeah. yeah. But the other two guys were just like, we'll be the loiterers. We'll be scum we're guys. Just gonna, <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna be D-bags that hang around. How about that? And then Giovanni Ruiz like, I'm just here to have sex. Yeah, I'm just gonna bang somebody <laughs> I'm just in gonna, the hallway. And who yeah. does, who does little, he bang but Amanda Pete? He's a little oh, horn dog. Yeah. He's a little horn dog in He's a little movie. horn dog in that movie. Do you want to be we'll his, little, little. his little rat face? He's got a rat <laughs> face and he uses it to the best of his to abilities. His ability. Uh, the first chase scene in the movie, which is actually like a 15 to 20 minute just scene Ordeal. that nothing, nothing really happens. Nothing in. really happens in this whole movie, but that specifically, nothing really happened. I just don't understand that even a little bit. Uh, they all go through a lot of emotional stuff in the movie, but it's it doesn't really make a lot of sense emotionally. There's like, no real drive. <laughs> like there's nothing. There's no reason for them to be continuing on uh, 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 with this whole mission, right? They didn't. They didn't really have an attachment to Dennis Farina, who dies. Yeah, they after. they were supposed to because he's the cop that brought them in. But he, they, yeah, it was like supposed to be a father figure, but he, he was an asshole to them, and they were an asshole to to, to him. Actually, he was uh, he was kind of a nice guy though. He was vouching he, for him behind the their, scenes. He had their backs behind the scenes. It was like yeah. the nicest Enfrina's ever been in a movie. Yeah, it really was one of his nicer roles. Uh, my main issue was how they caught the bad cops in in the act talking about it. These are five experienced cops. Yeah, outside of a house. Yelling about their their wrongdoings as cops and all the guys that they killed. Yeah, they were yelling in the them. rain. In the rain. They first of all, why are you standing outside in the rain? Second yeah. of all, why are you yelling about the guy you just killed in the rain? And then Giovanni Ribisi has like a tape recorder, but he's still twenty feet away, and he can hear every single word they're saying. In the rain. How is that possible? <laughs> it's in the rain. How is it not going to be muffled? How is it not going to sound terrible? How is it not going to be like the lowest lowest quality? And it was such perfect quality that 
at the end, he was able to play it through the little tape recorder on a loudspeaker and get everybody arrested. Insane. Insane. But by far... Yeah, no one died in this movie, except a couple of gangsters. Really, that's it. A couple of randos. And that was it. There was no major fight sequences. There was no major uh, gun shootouts. Like there tried, there tried to be, but there was, there was nothing. There was no payoff for through all this time, and it was, it was only an hour and a half long. Not a single exciting thing happened in this movie. Man, it was a snooze fest. Actually, there was one thing that got me excited. What? But not in like an action way, in like a, a sexy way. That was when Michael Lerner and Omar Epps had a slow dance session. That was pretty good. That was so weird in the movie. Yeah. Omar Epps decides I'm going to get to know this drug kingpin. So he he just goes straight to the apartment and uh, introduces himself and says, uh, "Hey, I'm with uh, Josh Brolin, D- Billy. I'm with Billy, the pimp and drug dealer, and I uh, just want to hang out, get to know you guys." And then Michael Lerner's like, "Okay, sounds good." They just sat on the couch, heard a song they liked. We couldn't hear it; they could hear it. Then they got up. Michael Lerner said, "I'll be the girl, you be the guy," and then they danced. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> he he specifically said I ain't no fairy. He said I just like to dance. Oh okay. So all right. So we have to take his word for it. Uh, but I I found that scene enticing. I had no idea why it was in the movie or what point it served. Nothing came of it at all. But uh, zero point to that scene. But I was into it. I hope there's more dancing between uh, it, drug drug kingpin. I think they just wanted people. it to be a comedy scene, and it just did not. Was it work. supposed to be funny? It, maybe. Nobody thought it was weird in when they were shooting that. Just amazing. I mean, it it brings a whole nother dimension to Coachella. Uh, but we do have to talk about the 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 most unnecessary thing that seems to be happening in a lot of the movies that we're we're reviewing now. This is true. The last like four have had these doubles and triple takes. Don't don't understand them. Don't it's like the jump cuts while something's happening, showing the thing happen again. You know what? You know where I first yeah. like really picked up. It, it just reminded me today watching a uh, Mod Squad again is the scene in Charlie's Angels. There's like a scene in Charlie's Angels where there's a double take of I think Cameron Diaz kicking somebody in the face or punching somebody in the face, and I, and I watched it and I was like, I don't want no part of this in, the, in a movie. This isn't like it was like probably in the anime. When anime was huge in the late '90s, early 2000s, you get know what I'm saying. So yep. they were doing that sort of well, thing. Well, they're like, they're like, why show just one punch when you could show the same punch three times? Yeah, it's like slow mo instant replay, but in a movie. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It's jarring. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Did it and work the at ma- the time? The maybe? Matrix. The Matrix changed that. The I Matrix like. is like instead of showing it three times fast, we could, show, we could show one time really by slow. using <laughs> a lot of cameras. Shout out to the Matrix being a reload. <laughs> Matrix is getting reloaded, by the way. Oh! So what would have made this movie better, though, Nick? Let's 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 get into it here. Uh, any action scenes? Any any action scenes? I agree. I agree. I think if this was a rebooted pilot in the late '90s, it would probably still be on television today. I think if there was an action yeah. scene within the first two minutes of this movie, I would have been interested. Yeah, I would say. But so. there's not for the first hour and a half of this movie, which is yeah, I that's agree. the whole movie. Yep. Yep. Uh. It could have been if it was a little bit grittier, just like hardcore. If he just went hard, they're rated R already, so why not just go hardcore? Yeah, I hate yeah. when they rate they make a movie rated R and it's just language. And you just have like five fucks in it. Yeah, go for it. They might have been gunning for a PG thirteen, and then they just had one f bomb like, too many. So, we can't the, cut. The, this but then one it's fuck. just like yeah, they the, like we can't cut these words well, Scott out. Scott Silver's so. are like, I want them to be saying fuck. All right, it's so dumb. I'll take out the boobies, but I will leave in these fucks. Kyle, let's finish your job for the evening. Uh, give us the actors. 
We had uh, <laughs> take the rest of the night off. Huh? I'm gonna start from the bottom up. Because now we're here. I think he deserves to start first. Oh, I'm on the. I'm on the. Uh, Can't team. wait. <laughs> We're going to start with Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. He deserves hey, it. famous L.A. comic, Eddie Edward Griffin. Then we have Claire Danes, Giovanni Ribisi. Hey. Omar, I, prefer, I like Claire Danes. Omar Epps. Yep. Yep. Dennis Far. Dennis Farina. Farina. Dennis Farina. One of the all-time uh, great character actors. Mm-hmm. Also in uh, Gone to 60 Seconds. Nope. Yeah, you're right. And then we had uh, Josh Brolin. Perfectly balanced. This whole thing should be. Who's that? Oh, brother, <laughs> this guy stinks! I had to steal Okay, more iconic. Josh Brolin as Billy or Josh Brolin as Thanos? It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> I, would say, I would say as Sean Astin's brother in The Goonies. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, Steve Harris. Steve Harris. Steve Harris as Briggs. Briggs. I don't remember who any of those guys are. Briggs is the (laughs) internal affairs guy. He's the guy from the practice. Oh, the guy from the practice. You know what they say. The practice makes a perfect TV show. And Diary of a Mad Black Woman, (laughs) a future contender. Richard Jenkins. Uh, Dick Jenks. Our good good man. uh, Possibly one of the best movie dads of all time. I would say so. Oh, no question. Amanda Peet. Amanda, please. Uh, this was in she was thirty un- seconds of this film. She was uncredited. Uh, this was the movie she did right before she did Whole Nine Yards and uh, got took her off. big break. Yep, took off. Nice. Now she's married to one of the Game of Thrones writers. Guess which, Weiss? guess which one? Huh? DB Weiss. Yep. Wow. She's his DB wife. Oh. Hey. She's the one that was like, <laughs> just she, she was like, just do eight episodes. Don't do ten. <laughs> just do eight. <laughs> She's saving. She's saving Silverman. Did? Seven. Just do seven. I'm yeah, she actually it. is saving the person she is in saving Silverman. Yeah, she's yeah. she is saving Silverman. Yeah. She's saving us all from the Silverman, which is the writer of this movie, Scott Silver. Nice. Full circle. Full circle. Keep going, Kyle. Hurry. Uh, we had Michael O'Neill. Michael O'Neill, who you'll know as the guy with the mustache. Look him up. I swear <laughs> to God. Right when you look no, at yeah. him, you'll be like, he's, he's that like, guy with the mustache. He's in like every TV show as like the villain. Right, and he just shows up. Right, is this? Is yeah, that yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. Oh, and then uh, you also got my guy Toby Huss, also uh, from from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Uh, yeah, it's so many it's Pete's. As, as Larry, guy, Toby Huss. Pete's. As uh, he was in Halt and Catch Fire, which uh, Kyle knows about because yeah, he's uh, the only one who watched series. that show. What a great series. Um, <laughs> Underrated. Toby Huss doing a lot of voices for Mike Judge. He was in uh, Jerry Maguire. He was in Down Periscope, Future Contender. Yeah. Um, but he was famous oh, for me yeah, by being that. in Adventures of Pete and Pete as Artie, the strongest man. In the world, he would we're, have fights with bowling balls. We're not as old as you. We don't know. We don't. Really yeah. Watch what? PNP. What is that? For a Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon show. From I know 1992 that show. 1992 to 1994. You guys are terrible. Do you really not know that show, Alex? Oh, he's the Wiz from uh, Seinfeld. And then we have a uh, Larry Brandenburg. Brandenburg. Michael Lerner. Brandenburg. And, and, and Michael Lerner. Yep. Michael Lerner, also known as that guy from Blank Check. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Blank Michael, Check. And Michael the bad Lerner. guy from uh, from who Elf. That guy is. What? The boss from Elf? That was Michael Lerner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's he, James Conn? He's in this movie. Peter oh, Dinklage? Yeah. <laughs> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter <laughs> Dinklage. Let's replace an animal uh, with the actor. I he was also, <laughs> wait, he is also in Godzilla as the mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the mayor. He's the mayor of Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, he's the mayor of Godzilla. Yeah, that's that's, what Kyle, that's, that how, that's where Kyle knows him from. Sorry. And, uh, he was quick dancing, callback. and he was dancing with Omar Epps. Yeah, we're going to replace an animal with an actor. And so I'm replacing all bears with Josh Brolins. <laughs> all bears? Wait, what do you, what is Steven's, that? Like? Steven wrote in, replace animal with an act with actor. 
Yeah. So I'm so, replacing all bears. <laughs> with so instead of a bear being in the woods, it's Josh Brolin. In yeah, the woods. Josh Brolin in the woods. All so bears are different Josh iterations of Josh Brolin or just Josh Brolin. Uh, all different iterations. So a so bunch of color, Thanos bears. So there's a bunch of Thanos bears. Oh, there's, there are definitely. So the color Thanos of his bears. hair is so like a polar bear would have white hair. Like it would be Josh Brolin oh, with totally. white hair. No, that's Josh. Yeah. Bro- that's like early Josh you're Brolin. Here, you're here in the woods. What did that bring you? Back to me. See, that's a grizzly bear. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a grizzly a, bear. He's an angry grizzly bear there. <laughs> but then when he's uh, when he's in uh, what about when he's a black bear? No, like there there no uh, uh, no country for old men. That's that's where he's like a little tiny bear, like one of those. Like a black bear. Oh, like reckon a, I need uh, to take you around here. Red panda. So he's like old and seasoned. <laughs> or the the Goonies one is he's like a black bear. Yeah, because he's like young and elusive, and he's yeah, a little, little he's strong. He's got so. Face. Is it bears across all? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so like Winnie okay. the Pooh would be Josh. Okay, Brown? Steven, you're up. I uh, I am going to replace uh, uh, I'm going to replace in this movie uh, only I'm going to replace Michael Lerner with uh, an animated hippo from Disney's Fantasia. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. Because they like they that. know how to dance. That is a thousand percent correct. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, wow. What a scene! I love that that part of that. Movie. <laughs> you're still you're still hung up on the scene. I love oh, Fantasia. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Fantasia. I'm talking, talking about, about Omar and <laughs> Lerner dancing. I'm honestly talking about both. They're they're equal in my own eyes. Oh. Mom, I want a vape. I would uh, replace Giovanni Ribisi with Dugong. A weasel. <laughs> the entire bad. movie. That's nope. real bad. Nope. No, that's bad. Well, fine. Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina with fine. Dugong. Maybe. Then he's Radicate. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's actually no. He's more of a uh, what's the weasel one? Ekans. Sneasel. Ekans. Ekans is Weasel. Sneasel. Yeah, Sneasel. Yeah, like that's Ekans, dude. It's Weasel. That's the name. Weasel. That's the name of the weasel. What's the name? That's just Claire Danes. The whole movie. It kind of is basically Claire Danes. The whole movie. She's always just like chill out, Radicate. I would replace Claire Danes with a quaka. A quaka. You know that animal that's always smiling? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Quaka yeah, he's Flocka. Calling, he's doing a callback from an <laughs> older episode. Quaka Flocka Flame. That's who I thought you were talking it's about. It's a callback to our episode with uh, our, our big our big guy, D-Lamb. Oh, D-Lamb. Yeah, yeah D-Lamb brought up the Oh, whole. yeah, he did bring up the Quaka. Yeah. yeah, I also have a fun fact. God, what you know, the reason they call it the cement boat is because it's a boat and it's made entirely out of cement. Well, you know who I'm going to say works in this movie? I think Giovanni Ribisi actually is you like this, so? type of, this type of actor. I mean, he did as best as he could for being so young. Oh, yeah. It's a really terrible part and everything, but like he, he tried to be crazy guy. How about that scene where he like was loose, barking like at the wild wall? card. Yeah, 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 he, <laughs> yeah he's like a good. stupid psycho. I like it. Yeah. He's listening to too much DMX. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I would say Dennis Farina uh, worked for me, even though he was in the minute in the movie for less than. <laughs> Maybe three that's why he worked because he didn't have time to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, who didn't work for you, Nick? Uh, who did not work for me is <sighs> I'm gonna go with Josh Brolin. Really? Uh, they needed to make his character go one way or the other. He was he was never really like he 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 wasn't bad enough to be bad, but not. Uh, he wasn't convincing in either way. I was. They should have just I, made I him. They should have made him more scummy. Like he yeah. he didn't he never really acted that bad. He just like kind of did bad things a little bit. Yeah. Like nothing he did was like especially mean. Uh huh. But he was like a pimp and a drug dealer. Like he should have been more mean after the fact or something like. I thought he was well cast and he could have been better. 
A plus uh, analysis there, Nick. Who, um, works for, who, are, who doesn't work for you? Who doesn't work for me? Uh, it's plain and simple answer. It's going to be Claire Danes. I feel like uh, <laughs> she was underutilized in this uh, yeah. in this film, and she was miscast. I feel like she had a lot of bad lines. A lot of bad yeah. lines. Yeah, that's not her fault. Yeah, yeah I know, but she they it. it yeah, it just didn't work for it's, her. It doesn't matter. It, it's not every, like she, every she person was bad. It's the person yeah, who cast yeah, her really, is a bad person. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Every person in this movie was underwritten. Yeah. And they Which didn't is have usually why we, like, every time we do one of these bad movies, I feel like it's just mostly because of the script. It's just it, the, 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 the lines are bad. It doesn't help that it was written by three people, that's yeah. for sure. All right. Uh, all right, oh, Nick. What's your so right. this rankings of the stars? I just is wanted to, who do you think has the, the better career now? The best career now, top three out of all these people. Uh, top three, real quick. Um, I would say it's a toss up for number one between Claire Danes and Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, I'll give it to for Claire number one. I'll give it to Claire Danes because she's done That's a lot. A she's uh, it's got I think it's Brolin. It's gotta be Brolin. Brolin. Yeah, Brolin. Brolin Danes, had Deadpool and, and Avengers in the same year, and then Rabisi is number three. Danes just says Homeland, essentially. Yeah, but she's been consistent. Well, she got then, a fucking uh, uh, Emmy for Temple Grandin. But, What's but, Josh Brolin got? But what about Richard Jenkins? Golden Globe. Yeah, Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. He won an Oscar. Didn't yeah. he win he the was, Oscar? He's yeah. going to be my number three. For Step Brothers? No. He didn't win an Oscar. He got nominated. No, for The Shape, <laughs> Shape of Water. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, he did win that for Shape of Water. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't Shape, Shape of Water. It was the, uh, he's in one of the greatest shows of all time. Visitor. Yeah. He was in, he got nominated for the visitor. That's what it was. That's what it was. He got nominated. He didn't win that. Oh, and he crushed it in Six Feet Under too. He was in Six Feet Under, and he was fantastic in it. Hey, was he in Six Feet Under? <laughs> <laughs> I put in Richard Sherman when I liked him. Who was that? Don't try and church it up, son. Nominated for two Oscars, those two. Oh, so he is the most Oscar nominations Richard, than yeah. uh, Dick. Anybody else? Dick in this Jenkins. Movie? Dick Jenkins, and he gets consistent work on Broadway, and he's he's just a yeah, talented he's, actor. He's a, he's a great actor, and I'd like to be my him. dad. He'd be, yeah. he'd be a great dad. He just looks, right, he's looked like a dad his whole life. I want Cut Amanda Pete to be my mom, and Richard Jenkins to be my dad. Cut that part out. I'll send it to his parents. Uh, we'll see who's. We'll <laughs> send it to Jim. Uh, Jim? Best best quotes. <laughs> Uh, my favorite quote was from Omar Epps when he was getting arrested for the first time. He said, "Stop fussing, baby. Why the hackles?" Stop <laughs> fussing, baby. Why the hackles? I don't even know what that means, but it's I love dumb seventies lingo. Um, <laughs> yeah, were the were the main three characters in the seventies the whole be. time? They, they if they explained it that they got transported in a time machine and were forced to wear nineties clothes that they picked out, yes, I would believe that this movie. <laughs> what if the whole time they're just like, "What's this cell phone?" And they're like, "You," <laughs> they're like. You don't you don't know stuff on this? Hey man, watch your pants beeping. <laughs> well, it's far out, man. You got alien in your pants or something? And then uh, the backup, my number two was when uh, Giovanni Ribisi was trying to drive the car, and then <laughs> then he crashes it. He yeah. gets hit by somebody else, and then the per- and they're just like, if the people in this city would learn how to drive. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> it's just funny. Like that line. <laughs> Uh, mine was Claire Danes at the beginning of the movie. She jumps on the back of a p- police officer and says, "Dig this police brutality." <laughs> that looks like it was layered over too. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't that good. was edited. It was ADR. It's total ADR. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get gamey. I feel a little gamey. Time for the top five. Top five. Top squad movies. Top squads. We got a lot. Top squads. We got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot. So we're. Uh, uh, what distinguishes a squad? So it's not a squad movie. It's just top squads in the movies. But is there like a number? Like it has to be more than four. Squad is to three determine or a more. squad. A squad is three or more. 
I mean, yeah, Mod Squad was only more. three. Let's do three or more. So three or more. I have mine. I think. Well, I have. Cool. I have. I have quite a few written down. All right, then. just run them off real quick. So I'm gonna go. Uh, my first pick. Uh, bring it on. Great. Uh, the not the Toros. <laughs> God, really? Are you, you remember the <laughs> bring names it on of the teams? Your... Actually, I'm choosing both squads in the Toros. The uh, the Clovers, the Cloves, right? Jesus, Nick. What? They were great squads. You're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna tell me <laughs> that the Toros, led by Kirsten Dunst and Kirsten. Yeah, it's Kirsten. Kirsten. <laughs> Way to be in the 21st century, Alex. It's Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten. Fart out, fart out, man. Cure yourself, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, we'll start over again. I'll, I'll start it all over. My first pick has got to be... Uh, number one or five? Number number five. Okay. I'm going bring it on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Starring my girl, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, both the squads in that movie is the Toros and the, uh, I think it's the Clovers or something like that. Uh, they are both very good at what they do, which is cheering and bringing it. <laughs> and it's Gabrielle Union, Kirsten Dunst, Eliza Dushku mm. at the peak of their powers. Mm. Good job. Steven. It's definitely Average Joe's Gym from uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. It's my number five. Who's your favorite player in, on the team? Uh, uh, just it would be. Steven Root. I thought you were going to say Steven Root. Yeah. That's <laughs> the Pirate? No. Oh, Steve the Pirate? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be Steve the Pirate. Steve the Pirate. <laughs> Tie between Steve the Pirate and Steven Root. He was uh, a terrible Glenn. dodgeball player, I know, though. But he, he, was, he was honestly he the weakest almost, link on the team. <laughs> but Oy. he was like the, the, I feel like he was part of the energy at some point. Oi, Steve's got to go drown the sea monster. <laughs> You're not a pirate, Steve. <laughs> but then he fi- finds in the buried treasure. Yeah. Do I, Peter? <laughs> yeah. Arg. Arg. Uh, my number five. Oh. They're all going to be comic book related. No, they're not. I'm going to go Camp Hope. Camp Hope. Great. Great. I love it. Do they count as a squad? Yeah, I guess. From our Hall of Fame choice. From the Hall of Fame choice. Yeah, I have to. Heavyweights. Heavyweights. I have to. I have to go Camp Hope. Uh, They come together and rally against the... uh, Tony Perkins' past. Yeah. Uh, They rally together and win the... uh, Is it the triathlon? What did they call it again? uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it was the the tri uh, No, it was the the (sighs) decathlon Decathlon. sort of thing. But it wasn't really... They They had their own name for it, I think. Um, I'm going to go with my number four, Italian job. Mm. Okay. Mark Wahlberg, Jason Statham, my guy. Well, what's his, what's his real name now? Who? Mos Def. Oh, Yasin Bey. Yasin Bey and, uh, Seth Green. I think they all filled their parts better than usual on, uh, as far as. It's a great movie. I just rewatched it too. Yeah, I me think too. That's, and and Charlize, it holds up. Charlize is in it too, so I don't you can't. And she still looks the same. Yeah, Steven, four. Um, number four. It's the crew that that was in the house during the the apocalypse. It's this is the end. Nice. <laughs> I almost went that with the, my number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 
rallied together. Seth, Jay, uh, Craig, you got uh, Danny McBride, you got a little uh, Franco action. That's 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 almost it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you got, Kyle? Number oh, four. Um, I'm gonna go. How with, you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Lord of the Rings. Uh, do you oh, say okay. Mighty Ducks too? Lord of the Flies? Really? You're like <laughs> no, cannibalistic children? No, All right. Wow. All right. I'm going Frodo. I'm going Sam. Uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm going is, Legolas. Lord of the Rings I'm is my number me. three as I'm well. I'm going Aragorn. It's your number three. It's yes. my number four. So my that's number, your number three. That's my number three. All right. All right. Lord of the Rings. I, I just I just love all those little guys. I think you guys are well, free. little guys. Yeah, they're all little guys except for Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> um, you know who is an effective squad? It was the squad and gone in sixty seconds. That was an effective squad. They that's were gonna, that's not that great of a squad. <laughs> my, that's going to be my number three. I mean, right right they stole a lot of cars. In I one mean, day. listen in one to, night. Yeah, listen to the Gone in sixty seconds podcast. Yeah, take a look at listen and right uh, with a with a oh, yeah, with a last entry. Uh, 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 Alex, you may have yeah, you may have added that. Yeah, who's my your, number three? It's got to be the Tune Squad. It's Space Jam. Squad. I got to yeah. like the music, like a tune. No tune, 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 <laughs> tune, tune town. Like I'm carrying a tune because I'm in a squad. <laughs> so you're like you're talking Bugs a, Bunny. You're talking acapella. No, pitch Bugs perfect. Bunny, you're Daffy talking about Duck, the Pitch Perfect crew. Tasmanian Devil. You got Porky Pig. Oh, Porcupine Pig. You got Sylvester the cat. Sylvester. Tweety Bird. Yep. You got, you got the old you got everybody. Uh? And then you got uh? MJ. Yung and you yung. got the legend, MJ. Bill Murray. And, Bill Murray. Hey, yeah. and don't forget. Oh, yeah, Bill Murray. I'm the joke guy. <laughs> 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 well, okay. Uh, who's, your, who's your terrible two, Nick? Uh, two is. Ocean's Eleven. Wow, look at you. I, uh, yeah. those, all those Eleven guys. I'm partial to bank robbing movies, as you can tell. And uh, all those guys felt their roles perfectly. Okay, fair enough. I'm going Lord of the Rings. That's my number two. Nice. I'll go The Avengers as my number oh, two. That's Come a big together. Surprise. I gotta go comic Come book at least one. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. Number two, though. Uh, my number one... I'll say honorable mention first Anchorman. Uh, I, I, probably, I probably should have added that. That's a good squad. That's a good squad. But my number one is uh, The Muppets. Oh, oh, yeah. The Muppets yeah, as a squad. Yeah, yeah, Multiple yeah. Never, movies. Never disappoints. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's the one squad you'd want to hang out with? It would definitely the be The Muppets. Especially because you, you could throw them everywhere. And you just laugh the entire time. Oh, my God. Huh. Can't um, get enough of those guys. They're in and the girls. they're in the Hall of Fame, so I can't choose them based on the fact of a legacy decision. <laughs> uh, but I would have to say, my number one uh, will will have to be the Ocean's Crew. There's no there's no stopping them. They'll they'll still they'll still fifty million dollars in in one night without breaking a sweat. Yeah, everybody was good at what they did. They all uh, they all played their roles to a T. Uh, Matt Damon was a bit of a wild card, then kind of a weirdo, and then kind of like a uh, a uh, a normal guy again. Like I just loved his character's arc. <laughs> <laughs> My number one squad. Who's your favorite oceans guy first? Okay. I'm going Brad. Favorite? Yeah. Oh, it's Basha. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don Cheadle's my number one guy. Yeah. Just so into explosives. I gotta go, George. Okay. Yeah, way to go with the cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brad's whatever. Probably, I think Brad's the cool guy. Yeah, Brad's the cool guy. Or you can go Matt. Damon. Brad's the cool guy strictly based on the fact that he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything in Just the whole time. Exactly. 
I think my favorite actually might be the two brothers, the Scotty Kong and uh, yeah, Casey. That's true. They're the most entertaining. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a tie between uh, uh, Basher or Bernie Mac, to be honest, because uh, Bernie Mac's there. He's he's a good, uh, f- uh, what do they call him, the fish? Something like that? I yeah, he's, he's like the, the talker guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, forget what it that is. That gets himself in anyway. Number one squad. I'm going Sandlot. Wow. Oh. Curveball, literal. Yep. Good squad. Yeah, good squad. They get the ball back. They get the Babe Ruth ball back, and they get... Well, they More from got a, yeah, they got a better one. And they yeah. got to meet uh, James Earl Jones in the process. So, awesome. Well, good squads. Uh, Alex, uh, do you have a squad you want to shout out? Mm. Pitch Perfect squad? Is that why you were uh, trying to make <laughs> a, a harmony? I, I think I took his Toon Squad. Do you want to call him Toon Squad? <laughs> no. Well, this isn't exactly the way I thought we were going to be starting off this adventure, but here I am standing on top of a big old pile of... Well, this is horse manure. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I did my way. <laughs> Hurry up! Yeah, yeah the, Mighty the, Ducks two. I'm not. I wasn't if you say the Order of the Phoenix, that's uh, fine too. Guardians of the Galaxy was the one order of my other of ones. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Monsters, that's a good squad. Monster squad. They failed. Squad. <laughs> they failed, it's but not a good squad. It's not a good squad. It is failed. a good squad. It's better than Gone Sixty Second Squad. What about the Fast and this. Furious squad? Fast and Furious Fast squad. Fast and Furious. Excellent choice. Uh, Tyrese or Ludacris? Which side oh, is Ludacris? Tyrese can go fuck himself. <laughs> they totally fucked Tyrese in that Tyrese movie. Tyrese is useless. Tyrese, they, he hey, was he's like, getting too fast, right? Tyrese was like, I'm going to be the guy in this movie. And then all Ludacris of a sudden, has brains. Dude. And then Ludacris was the guy that like took over the cool role and they yeah. just made Tyrese the bitch the whole time. Tyrese is <laughs> a total bitch. That's what I like about that movie. Which is your favorite Fast and the Furious, Alex? Oh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. No question. Oh, yeah. The one that's in the, the one franchise. That where no one is in it. Yeah. yeah the Great. best one. <laughs> how well, is how is Lucas Black not in uh, Bow Wow? Bow Wow is in it. I think they're waiting for the yeah, next. Yeah, little Bow Wow. I think they're waiting for the next probably one to the, reintroduce Bow Wow. Probably the best soundtrack. Why too. isn't Lucas Black in the, in the future? In in the future. <laughs> okay, same title, different movie. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, you got to get to the part. Oh, man. No, the teriyaki boys. Teriyaki boys. And then... Get uh, your hand off my penis! <laughs> <laughs> just Sorry, just get really riled that during that part. <laughs> uh, same title, different movie. Let's finish these games out. Uh, I think I have mine. Go ahead. A young uh, boy. A young boy uh, is gathered together by his, uh, his dad and uh, in a room. And his dad has something to tell him. He doesn't know how to tell him this. He's been trying to tell him for a long time. And he says, uh, son, I'm not your only dad. You're actually a, uh, a, a demigod. You, uh, you're the son of a, uh, a demigod. And he says, well, which one? He's like, the, the shitty ones. One of the shitty ones. But he, you, st- you still are one. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to him. But you have to go with all the other kids to do it. So then... Uh, Goes outside, there's a magic school bus that takes him and uh, all these other children, and they're all uh, demigods with semi-superpowers, and they go to meet their other dads, and uh, it's called My Other Dads. The My Other Dad Squad, a.k.a. the Mod Squad. (laughs) Well, this isn't exactly the way I thought we were going to be starting off this adventure. (laughs) <laughs> and it's uh, it's about all their uh, all their uh, you know 
God dads. It's kind of like Hercules meets. It's a bunch of things about my two dads, except it's like <laughs> gay demigods. Is that what's going on here? No, 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 no. They're, it's like a sky high meets Hercules. Nah, how me way, mate. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Nick. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, sure. Uh, in, in your head, uh, um, green light it. Fox searchlight. You cowards. <laughs> gay. Uh, cut that part out, Kyle. So my idea here is, uh, you got you got a you got a kid. Uh, uh, let's say a high school kid. He's uh, he's a big bully. Been bullying people all his life. People who look different than him. People who do look similar to him. All in between. Uh, one day, a uh, horrible accident occurs. He gets hit by a car. Uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Becomes disabled. Downtrodden. Uh, family moves to a new, a new location, whatever. Becomes the new kid in school. He starts to get picked on, whatever. Uh, turns out that this school, though, has a uh, wide uh, swath of uh, disabled children. Uh, and a majority of these disabled children uh, are from wealthy families. So they, they're a group, and they befriend him because that's the only real group he apparently can associate with nowadays. They take him in. Uh, uh, he gets introduced to a world he's never known before, uh, wealthy, wealthy people who just so happen to have a, a couple of physical, uh, physical dis- disfigurements or, or, or impediments or whatnot, what have you. Their obsession, though, uh, underground without their parents even knowing, thanks to a couple offshore accounts. Unassuming uh, uh, handy-capable vehicles that just tear your face off when you, when you drive them. We're talking multiple millions of RPMs, multiple thousands of torque, multiple horses under power under these hoods. It is the one and only Mod Squad. That's right. An underground street racing team of handy, capable children. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> <laughs> it's empowering. It sounds like an empowering movie. It's great. It's, it's, got, it's got some seediness to it. It's got some engagement to it. So you have like a choice of the kid going bad, from bad to good to bad again. <laughs> okay. You have the central conflict. Of, All of the disabled kids are going to lead the kid down the bad road. Again? Well, yeah, because they're because they're because they're wealthy, well off, well off uh, children oh, who just okay. so happen to be mod racing and, of course, gambling their you know their cars and 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 other nefarious things, and they just so happen to have cerebral palsy. <laughs> I really hope someday people are listening to this podcast or writers are, and they're like jotting down like, oh my god, these guys are geniuses. To this day, you know they're doing that. <laughs> Uh, my backup mod squad was uh, a bunch of kids that vape, and they all get different mods for their vapes. <laughs> wow, good job. Mom, <laughs> um, I want to vape. Totally. <laughs> all right, so so we wasted enough time uh, <laughs> discussing this. Oh, my God. If you've made it this excuse. far into the podcast, yeah, we're going to send you a sticker. This has been a train wreck, just like the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, this is great. This is an awesome episode. If there was a train wreck in that movie, it would have been, been way more interesting. <laughs> we, enjoy, we enjoyed each other's company. We, hey, uh, what was better, Rollerball or this movie? Rollerball was a better movie. Uh, yeah, Rollerball was better the same movie. rating. No. It had more action. It got you into it. It had more. Uh, it had more drawn on five o'clock shadow. But then again, the, this yeah. movie is an hour and a half long, and Rollerball is over two hours. No, they cut it down. Remember? No, it's oh, yeah, it's over was, a two hour was, movie. It's like yeah, almost was, two and a half hours. That was with the cut down. Let's have a debate. What's worse, uh, listening to a soundboard on a podcast or listening to somebody eat on a podcast? Me and candy corn. You guys can do your soundboard. I can eat my candy corn. Wow, Nick is phoning it in for these last <laughs> 10 minutes of the podcast. Let's rewrite the movie. I wonder if you know what 
I could ever be in a bad mood hearing that song. I think I hear that song and I instantly feel like I'm walking through a, a field of cars and looking at a bunch of things under the hood. You know, a lot I mean? of neon, yeah. a lot, a lot of, of, neon, of neon, a lot of nos, a lot of rain, rained out streets, a lot of women wearing high socks. Hell yeah. They're all wearing those like uh, socks backpacks. that cover their calves. Yeah, lots of little backpacks. Lots yeah, little man. Backpacks. Lots of dudes leaning. Yeah. Oh, Oversized what's, sweatshirts. What's cooler than just leaning against a car? And then have your arms crossed just leaning. With the Tims. Yeah. A lot lots of Tims, of, a lot of faded dick. Lots yeah. of bleach blonde hair. Uh, let's, just watch, let's just watch let's Fast, Fast Furious Target Drift right How now. We should do no. it. I'm down. My life be Nick, like, what's ooh. your re-rating? Uh, that is just an asshole suggestion. <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. Nine percent? Better than three? <laughs> You're giving it a nine percent? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm just going to keep it at three. He's, do, he's doing keep it at the square root. You're not going to yeah. give it any any better, any less? I'm going to keep it at three. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. One uh, percent for me. It's it's two percent. <laughs> the one percent that, that verifies it, Dennis Farina in three minutes. That's three minutes of this movie. You'll get a one percent of me. I will agree with Steven. All right, one percent. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Kay Jackson, any uh, quick hot takes on uh, on the twenty minutes of Mod Squad that you watched before uh, we close out? It gets a zero for that first twenty minutes. I don't know how. Oh no, it's it's automatically three because there was a dancing where you couldn't hear the music. It was sensual. Actually, it had you know, I'll give it a one percent because it introduced me to that fucking crazy song in the beginning that was playing. I was like, this which would you not... don't know for sure if that's what they were saying. That's, in that it, movie. It's true. It was something along those lines. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, one of the lyrics for sure is. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. I heard that at least once. I give it four candy coins out of five. Wow, that's really bad. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, this has been the Mod Squad. Uh, get ready for get ready for more sound clips from Kyle. What's and, your uh, blurb? What's your blurb? Oh, yeah, yeah, spin it. Uh, my blurb, uh, this movie really was. This movie really was. This movie really was a jive turkey. Jive turkey is a little over the line, my man. Mine is a mod squad, more like my god squad. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Anyways, that's been our podcast. I want to thank <laughs> I everybody. How long we could go? I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to keep thank that positive, for Kyle. Listening, and uh, I'd like to recommend a. Uh, I, I'm forty percent through the Goldfinch. Wow, so, through the book, through not, the book, not through the, the not through yeah, the movie that got twenty six percent. Heard the movie got real bad, real bad, real bad, real bad. It's real uh, bad. But I can't see the movie until I finish the book. So. Recommend the. Oh the, no no! I, my real recommendation: get a library card. You no. can read books for free. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Good job. <laughs> what a deal. On a Kindle. (laughs) Uh, All right. I'll recommend uh, season three of The Deuce. Season three of The Deuce premiered. Uh, First episode's really great. Have yet to watch the second episode. Kyle, you got any real recommendations? (laughs) Why do you call The Deuce? The Deuce. It's called The Deuce. Okay, Kyle. Oh my god, Lion King, just say it again. <laughs> just say Lion King. Just say Alex, you go. What? Alex, you go. Well, in preparation for the HBO series that's about to come out, I would recommend reading The Golden Compass. I'm rereading it right now, and while y'all while y'all were busy with Harry Potter, that got lost in the, the Harry Potter craziness, it's a great book. Oh my god. Do you have, do you have them all? Yeah. Because I bought the second one, and you know the fuck showed up? Agatha Christie book. The book. The bookstore just gave me a totally different book. 
So I haven't been able to get the second one yet. I'll give it to you. I read the first one though. Oh, do you want the do you want the tablet version? Do you want to be all equal? I'll take any version you got. All right, baby. I got, I got Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yeah. But yep. Yeah, great series. It's a perfect mix of uh sci fi and fantasy. Next month, I think, right? I'll just recommend the boys again. Um, I think we recommended it last episode. Is that what you call your testicles? No. Yeah. It's a show on Amazon Prime. Uh about how Superheroes are basically in a corporate world, and they need to be checked for their shit. That happens when accidents happen, yeah. and they Captain America is a villain. Superheroes take advantage of the situations that they're in. So, great series, great so it's look Watchmen, at how funny. it's it's funny and it's like really pretty serious too, and gets into some shit. So, uh, yeah, it's like the help meets like Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it's more like Ocean's Eleven meets... Keep going, Nick. Uh, sky High. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. It's more like Eyes Wide Shut meets <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse. Who? Great. This town needs an enema. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to do it every time, Stephen. Well. <laughs> an enema of the state? Well, uh, we've broken Nick. Uh, if you wanna... say the the keyword, the secret word, which is flabbergast, if you uh, if you send that to us in an email, we will send you a sticker because that means you made it to the very end of this episode. So <laughs> you are a true, true fan. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, as we always say, keep it real and uh, keep it uh, keep it rotten with your pants. Yep. Some films are hype, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You watch a film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you on the show I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten What? Oh. Oh. Oh.